Thank you for downloading this episode of Just Ball Things NBA Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and give us a rating and review on iTunes. And now, on with the show. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to JBT Unplugged. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, from wherever you're listening across the world. Welcome to this special edition of Just Ball Things NBA Podcast Unplugged. JBT Unplugged. Unplugged! Coining that term, it is now Does that patented. Mean, like, I need to un- I need to unplug like my mic, my headphones. Like, well, what's the meaning of unplugged there, Nicholas? Where's well, un- the unplugged is that it's not it's not quite canon. This isn't part of the JBT okay. universe. This is something yes. completely separate. How exciting well, we create, here! We create the universe, so to speak, Nick. So, like, you know, this isn't some Marvel DC crossover. Damn shit. right, JBT universe. The JBT universe is ours. We do what we want, and we were just chatting before the pod about doing maybe possibly in the future doing just 45 minute podcasts of off topic now damn right i mean I'd, 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 I'd love that i think nick would be the expert of everything <laughs> and i think it would get us a great listenership in you know america and texas and you know even maybe europe because nick's uh, takes on on german cuisine and and, and his amsterdam his dutch heritage his brass <laughs> and his mayo chips delicious um, it was mate. very enlightening nick but um thank you what are, we, what are we here for, the Unplugged episode? Well, it's no surprises here. Mid-season, we're officially halfway through the season. For most teams, have played more than the 41 games. Um, so we are here with some mid-season awards. We'll, we'll remind you on how, uh, how good the JBT MVP is going, for those yeah. who are following yeah, yeah. Uh, with Rookie Watch and with JB Team of the Week. Uh, as well, we'll go through the... Normal traditional uh, awards, uh, but today will be a pretty short podcast, so we're not going to bore you with hours-long talk on um, awards that are being presented another six months away. Well, not six months, but yeah, oh, actually, yeah, about six. We'll, uh, we'll, yeah, about six months, five months. Yeah, about that. We'll give you quick fire takes. Because, Damn right. Uh, we know, we. We bore you enough with our stupid scales and bullshit. We don't want to convol- <laughs> convolute things anymore. Let's just keep it straightforward. Ball talk, awards talk. Nick, what's the first one we got? All right, the first one here. Defensive Player of the Year. We'll start. Uh, we'll start basic. Um, your nominees for the category Defensive Player of the Year are. Um, <laughs> this is the Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's the Oscars because the Golden Globes is a sham. Mate, if the Mar- if the Martian can win best comedy or musical, then I don't know what the fuck's going on. We are, we've okay, we've probably been about three minutes and we haven't mentioned anything as how basketball yet. I love it. I love you, but defensive player of the year, the candidates probably are not the freaking nominees. You yeah, uh, we've got you know plenty of talk uh, on plenty of other podcasts and and you know in NBA media in general. Um, you know, you've got your Andre Robeson, Joel Embiid, uh, Al Horford has been mentioned. Even KD's been, his name's chucked in. Draymond Green from last year. Um, the, the, and Paul George has been a sneaky candidate as well. Um, there's plenty to choose from. Mm. Um, but personally, uh, and I mentioned to you, I'm not sure if this was on pod or off pod, but I think Andre Robeson uh, is a legitimate contender. Um, with, 
we're talking about one-on-one defenders. Um, there's, I think he is the best James Harden defender in the league right now. Best one-on-one defender. He could probably play one through four. Um, I think he's really versatile. Um, the thing is, I think his offensive game is going to detract him away from the NBA voters, the voters of this award, mm. which is stupid. Yeah, because, right. Yeah, I know. You know <laughs> so it's dumb. like because you look at, yeah, I know because like Draymond Green wins it like when he starts to get decent offensively. Kawhi Leonard wins it when he starts to get decent offensively. I think Andre Roberson is the best pure defender in today's NBA. Um, Al Horford was great early season for the Celtics and like their entire system, I think sort of revolves around him in ways. Um, you can make a, uh, a case for Draymond Green, but then at the same time, he's missed time. And KD has been you know, very consistent out there, but there's some plays where he can still be a little bit lazy and lackadaisical. He, it's almost like occasionally he may, he's like sort of stat chasing for those blocks. Whereas I think as a pure defender, a la like Tony Allen, so to speak, or a Patrick Beverly, I think Andre Roberson's my pick, Nick. Who you got? Uh, I'm going for good old trusty Draymond. Um, you look at uh, you look at advanced stats in um, and the Golden State are up there again in defensive rating, and it's key key. Uh, the main reason is obviously the brilliant system that Kerr has uh, set up, but Draymond Green's and KD's defensive aptitude, and KD is a brilliant blocker. He's leading. He would be leading the league. He averages more than two blocks a game, which is Huge. yeah, which is which is brilliant. But I wouldn't say blocking the ball is the be all and end. Or will be it's not the be all and end all of defense he's like great at steals as well but again those are sort of measurable stats isn't what defense is draymond green's ability yeah. to um alter shots to even just get into the mind of uh yeah. offensive players um Psyche, yeah yeah exactly uh he has a box plus minus of about three and that's only going to uh, sorry a defensive um uh, box plus minus of about three and that's only going to increase as the uh, year goes on last year when he won it he was at five solid I reckon he could, I reckon he could get there again so uh, I, I, I yeah I definitely probably... can if, I... if Warriors end up with top defense again like it's it's going to be hard to not give the best defensive team you... the best defensive player on the best defensive team defensive player of the year yeah do you have, I mean, and the, the, the Thunder and the Celtics, are, are, we mentioned players from there. And I think right now, did you mention, Does it? do you have in front of you, Nick, KD's box plus minus, defensive box plus minus? I don't, but because, I, can you know, easily Dremel, get it, I can easily get it up. While, while you're doing that, I, I was going to mention, um, we were talking about uh, Al Horford and the Boston Celtics. Funnily enough, when it comes to, and I mean defensive rating is a somewhat flawed system because it, it takes into account when you're on the floor and against like, yep. you know second units and such. But I'm pretty sure that Aaron Baines, for a stretch, and I think he still might be, is leading in defensive rating. So maybe we should uh, start a campaign for our boy Baines with that <laughs> horrific top knot. Oh, God. Like, uh, his, defensive, um, his defensive box score is 1.3. Uh, well, there we go. For there Durant, go. it's his net, but his his total box score that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like five, and because he's such a, a brilliant um, offensive player. But yeah, there's uh, those are the Nick. picks for defensive player of the year, Jack. Yes. What do you got? Yes, Nick. All right, most improved player. Uh, very, 
Uh, Controversial one, mate. Awards. Yeah. Controversial, yes. Contentious, controversial. Um, I can't think of any other C adjectives. Um, but there's... Giannis obviously won it last year. Some people are even chucking his name in there now because, you know, he's improved even more himself into making him a, a bona fide superstar, which I think is a little bit ridiculous. I... I <laughs> I, I think the, the main one that is making the rounds is Victor Oladipo. And I agree with that. Um, probably like, it, it, I'll probably have him as my pick. Purely because I like the most approved player for a guy that can better his game off the same amount of minutes, the same amount of time on the floor. Mm, he Not just becomes like a, a more efficient player. Better player. Yeah, he yeah, becomes a better exactly. player. Not just is Not given like more, Steve. like per uh, per thirty six minutes or per hundred possession yes. stats, are really yeah. um what would determine yeah, would determine stats your most improved exactly yeah it's damn damn right don't stay woke about the stats man um but yeah like a CJ McCollum I think won it in previous years and that was purely off the basis of like he you know got a huge role in that Portland system and he's maintained that since then, whereas mm. Victor Oladipo has. You know, always sort of had the talent, and he's he's always got like the minutes, so to speak. Mm. But his all-round game is just absolutely perfect. Um, he's a really great two-way player. Um, we saw that, you know, coming into the NBA, and that was almost his his bread and butter. But now, like his his off the dribble threes, um, you know, his speed, his his ability to finish his passing. You know, the paces. Uh, Corey Waldron and Full Access Hoops, check them out. They they rave about him, and with good reason. I, I think. You can make an argument for Chris Epps-Polzingis because technically his minutes haven't changed dramatically, but I think the absence of Mello helps him. Um, and you can look at that narrative towards there. I think those are probably your two contenders. I think I've mentioned Aaron Gordon before and in previous podcasts, we even debated on the music Manuel scale that he could be in there. But um, I'll give a shout out as well, Nick. Don't you dare laugh about Spencer Dinwoody. Oh, God. Um, I'm plenty, plenty of fans out there. Uh, <laughs> at the man on the NBA. Hashtag NBA vote. Um, but yeah. There's plenty of candidates, but I think Victor Oladipo is our likely winner if he continues at this rate. And he should get in the hashtag NBA vote for him as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't think that's necessary, I guess, because he's definitely getting in there. Um, but if you look at the uh, 36 minutes for all of these guys, and they have all gone up about four to five points per game uh, per yeah. 36 minutes <laughs> for Oladipo, Porzingis, and Gordon. Um, Gordon... Gordon's rise was really obvious because he yeah. was putting up That's huge start. games, the same as Oladipo, buzzer beaters, uh, everyone, ev- like every, and the whole Paul George trade around um, uh, around Oladipo. That's why Sabonis has been getting a lot more attention as well because it's like, oh, how are these trade? How, how you know, did the Thunder win that trade or are the Pacers winning that trade? You know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And all that discussion ensues. But they are, all three of them have greatly elevated their game. Uh, but I think the most surprising rise is Victor Oladipo, uh, having yeah. been, you know, five, this is his fifth year, I think, yeah, thereabouts. Um, yep. Having seen, you know, he bounced around from Orlando to he played OKC in that one year, and then everyone was like, "Oh well, if he if he can't, you know, be effective on um, with a brilliant point guard like Russell Westbrook, like what is he going to do? Yeah. Well, he needs to lead his own team. That's exactly what he needs to do, and it's been 
absolutely amazing. Um, so I think that's the most surprising surprising pick for me. I mean, so he's my pick as well. I do. Yeah, I like that narrative that you, you just described, Nick. So before we move on, you make a, a great point about the fact that a, a lot of players in the past, you look at Giannis' third, fourth year, Victor Oladipo is doing this in a, like his 20, year 24, 25 season. He's had time in the league mm. to sort of find his craft and find his comfort level, find his niche. But now he's sort of just exploded, which I, I think is uh, a really positive thing. And it's great for Pacers fans. But mm. uh, moving on to uh, past the most improved player, um, going on to the sixth man of the year. Now, we love Lou Will to death. Damn right. Uh, Lou Will should win all the awards. And I'm not sure if he's winning... Rookie watch or JBT MVP, but he should be. Hashtag NBA vote. But I, I, there's plenty of debate you could have about him and Eric Gordon about the fact that, you know, maybe Lou Will should have won it last year, like you mentioned on the pod neck. Um, and make sure you guys check that out if you haven't already. Um, but Lou Will has been started. We, we did a little bit of research before the pod because, before the pod, because, you know, we want to stay informed for you guys. We are just stupid, uh, uninformed people, uh, podcasters. But uh, I would still have him if he goes back to that role, say when like, you know, Milos Teodosic comes back and Austin Rivers and they have that sort of lineup and Lugel comes off the bench, still plays his 30-35 and gets buckets like no other. But, you know, I think for the best pure six-man of the year, I would have Tyreek Evans of the Memphis Grizzlies. He's had a sort of... Um, you could almost have him as the most improved player in, in, in ways, um, just purely due to the narrative as well. I think. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I think that's a good point, yeah. But I, I like Tyreek Evans or, or Lou Will. You can make it early in the year. LeBron was campaigning for, for Dwayne Wade. I think his play has been a bit inconsistent. Um, Jordan Clarkson's been good for the Lakers. Um, Rudy Gay's been sneaky good for the Spurs. Um, and Andre Godard was always, you know, technically in the conversation due to his defense. But it always mm. goes to the bucket getters. And Lou Will is lord of the bucket getters. So I'm, I'm going to give it to him and Tyreek. Joint, joint winners. Joint, <laughs> joint winners, yeah. Um... I mean, you could say the same thing for Gordon because he started that early stint for when um, Paul was out. Yeah. Um, Lou Will starting games now. now. Yeah. Um, no, well, yeah, now Harden. Uh, Tyreek Evans was a very, very big surprise for me. Um, yeah. Having been in the league, well, he's, how old is he? Like 28 or something 28? like that? Yeah, yeah 28. Um, and he was always a, a, a decent player. Like his, his start... At Sacramento, he was always he was always good. Um, he's added the three ball to his game uh, over the past two seasons, um, being an effective an effective scorer, and just I'm just gonna say it, he's an all round good dude. Don't know him, don't yeah. know him personally, but he just looks Solid like lad. a good dude. Um, he's a good lad. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really rate him. I, I remember being taken aback when a, a guy from work was like, have you seen how good Tyreek Evans is? I'm like, Tyreek Evans, really? And then he showed me his, like, per 36-minute stats. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this was this was months ago as well. He's just continued on that trend. Yeah, I mean, um, whether he takes the whether he takes it, I want him to, but I don't think he will. Players like Lou I Williams think- and Eric Golden will always take that spotlight. I don't, I don't yeah, think uh, Tyreek is being uh, given the credence he deserves. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's rumors going around about the Grizzlies wanting to trade him and wanting to get a first rounder. Um, Lou will, the same happened to him when he went from uh, the Lakers to Houston. Now, obviously, he's in LA. Hmm. Um, and that sort of diminished his 
um, sort of stature somewhat. He was still getting getting buckets, but you know, it was almost he was fighting with Eric Gordon for that for that sort of six man role, um, mm. so to speak. So Tyreek Evans is is going to go to say like I don't know whether it's a Wizards or uh, we'll take you know, him Philadelphia. I, 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 look, I don't know. I'm just throwing out teams that could use a six man guy. Um, but does that change his prospect for the sixth man of the year? It, it remains to be seen. But um, yeah, Lou Will, Tyreek Evans, um, you know, either of those guys would be worthy winners. And I think moving on to coach of the year, Nick, I think it's it's pretty clear cut that it's it's going to go to the man out in Boston, Brad Stevens. But should we give some shout outs to some guys that we think have um, outperformed as coaches? Like, you know, for teams that might have struggled or we thought had struggled and have exceeded expectations mm. you know guys like Spolstra um even Doc Rivers um, has been doing some great things with LA despite all their injuries yeah I um, mean we, D- Doc mentioned. definitely has uh requires some sort of praise um not being known for a he's not really rebuilding is he but he's working with pieces that yeah just, what he's uh, got. yeah he's just working with what he's got and it's it's he's doing really well with it um maybe a knock on him that he can't keep uh can't keep his players healthy no not really that's not his that's not really his fault it's the bloody medical stuff um but yeah brad brad stevens you could even say um Dwayne casey completely yep. changed how the raptors have played uh due, due to necessity like i think that's that's sort of my dark well, it's not really a dark horse like he should be ben he should be really up there yeah and, and spo I, I spo as well like just brilliant yeah definitely again spo. Spo's always underappreciated. Pop's always going to be in the conversation. Um, I gave a shout out to to my coach Kenny, Coach Kenny Atkinson, mm-hmm. for what he's doing with the Nets. Um, you know, the fact that we can get within one point of the Raptors, yes. you know, we should have won. Well, you're Same not you're Boston. not last, mate. Which is you know by far and away an improvement for the Nets. Like you're not even second yeah, we last. Are, you're not even third last. You're fourth. We're last. not. We're, we're fourth last in and in terms of when it comes to record. We're not even fourth last, mate. We've got a, a better record than the Lakers, the oh, yeah. Dallas, Memphis, and Sacramento. We have and, and a better record than Phoenix. So we have like the eighth best record in the NBA right now, which not many people would have said going into the season. And also losing our, our star player and D'Angelo Russell and also Jeremy Lin. Yeah, like, like it, we, your backcourt is shot. I mean, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie can only do so much. He's a god, <laughs> mate. Um, He's gone. But yeah, it, it's, uh, I think Coach Stevens uh, will win it. And he's more than deserving after that Gordon Hayward injury. And Ford yeah. has been able to get out of guys like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, even mm. guys like Semi Ojale, uh, Daniel Tice, um, you know, Terry Rogier. And uh, the top knot, the, the garbage bag, the Aussie garbage man uh, with the top yeah. knot. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Aaron it's yeah, so bad, what, is, what is, yeah, I know. It's just because he clean shaves the rest of his head. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what makes it worse? I know. But yeah, I, I, I agree with you to a point. Um, but everyone sort of knew that Celtics were going to be, maybe not this good, but we're going to be like amazing. Um, I think if it's, Hay- it, it's, Haywood wasn't Yeah, exactly. Injured, yeah. If Haywood wasn't injured. Really in- yeah, if Hayward was healthy, but but this be has been a this has been a working progress for um, Boston. Like he he's been he's been doing this. Like this has been a long time coming. The Raptors were gone, like they were there four years ago. Four years ago, they lost to the Wizards in the first round after finishing fourth, and they Nick, lost mate, to the Wizards reckon, in the first round. 
Hold on. You've got to hold this, on, mate. You've got to tweet. I'm saying you've got to tweet this, Nick. Yeah, all right. I reckon not enough people know about Dwayne Casey. As well, a no one gives contender. bloody. No one sort of realised like, oh, the Raptors are good now. Oh yeah, but the Raptors were always good. Well, no, not really. The Raptors have completely changed their game. Dwayne Casey was just like, hey, we need to shoot more threes. Dwayne Casey's the reason that Demar is shooting more threes. Dwayne Casey was, would be the reason that Demar has been on this growth for however long he's been head coach for, because my NBA history yeah. is terrible. But, I think seven years Dwayne Casey has been the coach of the Raptors. Like I, he, he, I admire his ability to adapt and change to the current NBA. You know, Demar, stop taking long twos, mate. We need more high percentage shots. Take your threes. Like you're a brilliant shooter. Um, and he has gotten up. He's become a better passer. Like he, he has convinced Kyle Lowry to take up a lesser role to make things work in the team. He's getting production from, you know, Pirtle, Siakam, Van Vliet, which is still a very hard name to say. Like Great name. It's a, it's like a pretty a, cool name. Sounds, like sounds like a motorbike brand. Van Vliet. Yeah, I'm going to get the Van Vliet and the Harley-Davidson. Damn right. I'd rather have the Van Vliet, by the way. <laughs> but he's getting great production out of those. Um, I mean, they're one of the best offenses in the league. It's, it's just great. Like, they're a great, great team, and no one's singing their, well, maybe now, but no one's singing their praises enough, and Dwayne Casey has they everything be, to do with it. They will be, Nick, after you tweet it, I retweet it, we speak about it, we speak it into existence, as LeVar would say. <laughs> um, I think in, 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 for a lesser like as well, a guy like Nate McMillan with the paces, what he's been able to do yeah. to sort of make them yeah, um, uh, a somewhat contender has been good, and Jeff Hornacek has been doing some good things with the Knicks, despite mm. the fact that you know they've only got really Porzingis and this mismatch of players, and it's it's really ragtag. So plenty of great coach performances um, this year for sure. Mm. Rookie of the year, Nick. Now before we get to our picks for rookie of the year, do you want to go through uh, the voting board? We'll go through say the we we'll go through the top five. Yeah, top five yeah, top of five. JB Team of the Week. We're not going to tell you how much, though. Like, well, how much they're leading by. No, not by. JB Team, mate. Rookie oh, sorry, watch. Rookie Watch. You but always we're not... bloody confused. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to tell you how much they're leading by. Are we going to tell them the votes? No, we are. I don't no, think we, we don't. I don't think we don't. We'll just tell them the standings. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I like that. I like that. Give, you give, a, give a little bit of uh, mystery. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. So, because you can, you can, you can go from tired. five, mate. Yeah, right. So... There's a, a few people tied, so I'm not going to say how many votes I've got, but um, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Laurie Markkinen, Kyle Kuzma, and Jason Tatum. Nick, you want to do the top three? Uh, top three, we've got Lonzo Ball, which may surprise uh, a lot of people, but he did have a few early brilliant games. And he is a big baller. He is He's a, a big, big baller, baller Nick. Uh, Donovan Mitchell and Big Ben Simmons as taking out the number one spot with our JBT Rookie Watch. And I think those top two were pretty pretty solid. Yeah. Like, uh, even the top even the top five. It. Yeah, even the, that top five. I like it a lot. The Lonzo Ball it would, might be like a lot to be desired, but uh, like he is not as good as any of those uh, players. He'll probably slot in behind Laurie Markkinen. I mean, lately as well, his, his game has improved since coming back from injury. Yeah. Know? He's started to shoot a little bit. He's looking a bit more polished. Well, yeah. I mean, I was looking at his shot, and it's, it's he seems to be... He's definitely working on it, which, like, he, he cares. Like, his action is changing. As, does it look as good as my impersonation of him in our video shit NBA <laughs> fans never say? 
Make mate, sure you check that, that out, was, guys. That was glorious. Absolutely quality production. Yeah, it's on our Facebook um, page. Check we'll, it out. We'll get a part two to you. It's also on my Twitter account. Nick, if you haven't tweeted it out, make sure you get it out there as well. Um, but yeah, so I think all of those guys are, and I think that's the rookie of the year, basically. Ben Simmons. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Um, yeah, those those two and, fighting it out, yeah. And and Jason Tatum as well. Um, he has been absolutely outstanding. And as we mentioned in the actual pod, um, not the unplugged pod, you know, he's just been so damn consistent and his shooting has been glorious. We all know the three-point shot. Mm. His defense has been sneaky good mm-hmm. as well. Him yep. and Jalen Brown, this one-two punch um, in Boston, not in, in Chicago. In Chicago uh, yeah. But speaking, speaking of Chicago, Laurie Mark, and then we, we chatted about him on the pod. We, we spoke his praise. We don't need to speak more about him. Make sure you listen to the pod to find all stuff, that stuff out. And Dennis Smith Jr. has had some really great moments. And this is just such a great rookie class, Nick. And oh, uh, I'm really just, glad yeah. that we... Yeah, we instigated this sort of you know idea because I think it's um, if we hadn't done it last year, it would have been pretty boring. But uh, it was a good year to start it. Mm, that's right. Um, now, mate, the big one, the MVP. Big one, drum roll. Wait, do you normally? You have. I do have, have a, a drum. I do have a drum roll, but my uh, my laptop died last night, so I don't have a uh, soundboard at the moment. Poor. All right. Remember and, when we uh, used to form. do like the best drum roll? And like social media and stuff. That's and with with that uh, glorious drum roll, uh, the JBT MVP leaderboard. Nick, we won't give them the votes again. But we'll um, go. We'll, you we'll, start we'll go the, top five, and there there's a lot of people tied. In fact, I'm only going to give you top three yeah, from, because there's a lot of people tied. We've got. Nah, go for. Go from there. Go from where you are. Go from where. Yeah, you are. exactly. Like that, well, that's technically top three. Um, yeah. We've got Dave, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Porzingis, Cousins, all tied for third. That's how close that is. Not telling and you the votes. And also Curry, because Curry, Curry. Oh is yeah, okay, Curry. Yeah, that. sorry, my leaderboard's out of whack. Steph Curry there as well. So some very, very good names there. Um, Not bad. And we've got Westbrook. And LeBron leading the LeBron. way. LeBron James in James. first at the moment and Westbrook in second. I think it really this sort of scale suits Westbrook a lot because he will have those few games where he'll just go absolutely nuts. And he's like, yep, JB yeah. team of the week. We'll add him in. And so he'll rack up votes I like feel that. Like, I feel like he knows Nick. I feel like he, he doesn't give a shit about the MVP. He won it last year. Now he wants the JBT MVP. No, no, he didn't that's get that one. Yeah, that's win. right. Yeah. He needs to get. He needs to fill out his resume. You know, when you go, when all like MJ never won a JBT MVP. Is he the goat? Maybe not. Well, yeah, if exactly. That's right. Does that make him? Does that make him the goat? Now? Absolutely. I think it's it's, it's clear cut. It'll now, definitely um, be sure. in his banner of uh, of achievements on Basketball Reference. Like it'll be. Uh, it'll be uh, there. Uh, it's definitely there, and it's more valuable than a ring. Now everyone's always like six rings or five rings. Oh, Kobe got five rings. He's clearly better than LeBron. How many JBT MVPs does Kobe have? Zero. Uh, 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 a zero. That, when he, you know when he does that five? You know everyone knows the gif where he does one, two, three, four, five. Well, I would go zero, Kobe. You got zero, mate. You got zero, mate. Now this is all, all the awards that matter. No. You've got zero. Anyway, uh, there are flaws in our system, Nick. There are uh, obviously. <laughs> It's it's positional, so obviously LeBron James is one of the best small forwards. Um, we can change it to power forwards and, and centers and, and such. We move it we move it across. We try to be as fair as possible. But you know, all the MVP contenders are pretty much in here. James Harden's knocking on the door. Um, he's missed some time, which I think hurts him. 
you know, Giannis is definitely a contender. Uh, Porzingis was an early contender. Um, Anthony Davis uh, has been outstanding this year. I don't think he's getting enough love. Boogie had some outstanding games. And, you know, Russell Westbrook has been the key driver to the Oklahoma City um, Thunder success. We're not really missing anyone. We probably DeMar DeRozan, um, whose form has been hot of late. Um, some people have been chucking him in into the MVP conversation. Kyrie Irving, but I don't really... His numbers to me haven't been MVP worthy. So I wouldn't really have him as my MVP, so to speak. The mm. JVT MVP, which is what matters. But as the overall MVP right now, it's it's probably like a, a three-man race. We mentioned Steph Curry um, on the pod. Uh, and also LeBron and James Harden, if he can get back soon enough. And we know that James Harden gets uh, a significant bonus from Adidas, from his Adidas sneaker deal, if he does win the MVP. Which is why, you know, in, in years past, he continued to sort of push himself so much and, you know, may have heard him in the playoffs, but... Um, you know, it, it's it's certainly it's it's any man it's any man's race. You know, Giannis might have uh, a few big games here and there as well. It's um it's uh, I think it's LeBron for me right now. Mm. Um, but Steph's certainly making his his name heard too. Yeah, Steph's Steph's been absolutely amazing. But the Cavs have been bad this year, and LeBron is the reason that they're. I mean, LeBron's but LeBron is the reason. Like, he's just the all-time superstar like he makes his team better they 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 feel what he's feeling um maybe when he's not locked in defensively they're not locked in defensively but and i'm not i'm not saying that as a knock uh, a knock to lebron but Cavs feed off his energy and when he's on and this is a matter of whether he chooses to be on which is a weird thing to say it's like oh what doesn't he want to win every game there's a P- switch. Potentially, like, yeah. P- yeah, potentially not. Because he he, re- he recognises regular season games, you know, they come and go. You know? He has also mentioned the fact that he's chasing um, MJ. And if he gets that fifth MVP, I'm pretty sure he's tied with him for MVP honours. So mm. I think there's an element of him that might want it. Um, it remains to be seen, you know, we'll, we'll probably obviously do our postseason uh, episodes and, you know, reflect on it and see... You know, a lot can happen in 41 games. Um, That's right. A long yeah. time in the NBA. So, uh, but I reckon what we got to do, Nick, is we need to make some trophies, like go to a trophy store, <laughs> make a JBT MVP, send it to the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, you know, arena, send it to LeBron James, get in his locker, um, and so he can add that to his uh, trophy box, <laughs> and then do the same for for Ben Simmons because um, he's got an all. You know, if we find out, you know, you probably live near maybe his old house. Whether we could send it to his old house in Altona, similar to <laughs> yeah, I reckon we gotta we gotta figure it out. That would be give stalker. It, some... That'd be stalkerish. A little bit stalkerish. Well, well, Nick, we are huge fans of uh, the two greatest, two great absolute NBA greats, and we are the the stalker podcast for NBA fandom. Um, <laughs> for any. Any NBA stalkers out there, give us a give us a follow. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. That's it. Subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, Blog Talk Radio, however you listen to the show. Uh, Facebook, we've uh, we're all on there. Instagram, um, Instagram and Twitter as well. We've got our uh, hand, uh, handles: JBT Nick is myself, and at the J Man JBT. It's a bit of a shorter intro, a bit of a off the cuff in, uh, outro. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's a bit it's, it's, it's a bit free flowing, but yeah. I mean, thanks for thanks for listening to the. Uh, to the podcast guys we'll hit you back with our normal episodes uh, every weekend so mate what, what, what do we what do we say 
What are we signing off on? Do we say, are we doing the keep balling yeah, man. superstars? So keep, yeah, keep, keep balling superstars. Yeah. Yeah. Keep balling superstars?